The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Right Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to a live show of Strike Point. Sorry I've been away for a little while, but hey, you know, SEO, we're busy people and we party hard. Um, so I'm David Naylor, and my host, as always, is Mikkel. You there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. I'm actually just announced that we are live now on Twitter. I just uh, caught on to this uh, Twittering, uh, one of my good friends. <laughs> Derek Wheeler uh, got me involved in this, and, and so it's, it's kind of funny, though, it, it, except the only thing is that they don't support um, SMS updates in Denmark, so um, I need to use... Uh, the web version, but it, it's still okay. It's it's kind of funny, um, funny kind of mix between chatting and, and debating and and just hanging out with good friends. It's it's kind of funny. But there was there was like uh, this this contest almost been going on here the last couple of days. Uh, Shoe money put out an interesting contest saying um, anybody who followed him using a special uh, tracking code would automatically enroll uh, into this um, this uh, winning of a prize. So he's, I think he's actually putting up a, a map, uh, Mac Air book or something that, uh, like that. Um, so um, so so now there's there's competitions about getting getting followers on Twitter, which is funny. And of course, I'm I'm way 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 behind. So if you any of you guys listening out there, you're welcome to follow me on Twitter. It's Twitter slash demib d e m i b. So please go and follow me. See if that promotion helps anything. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've I've just I've just tweeted that for you, mate. So that <laughs> if someone so that they can follow you, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, that's uh, good. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Sa- and San, Diego- friends. <laughs> yeah. San Diego SEO you know, is like picking on me for the fact that I didn't say announce what the date is. It's like, dude, if you listen to the show now, it's a date. Okay, simple. <laughs> well, um, no. to prove it's live, it's the twelfth of January two thousand and nine in the UK. It's four minutes past eight in Denmark. It's four minutes past nine, and anywhere else in the world, hey, you can do the figures. <laughs> I'm sure they can. Now, um, staying in, in in the more uh, entertaining mood, uh, there was some some I I don't know I I find found it entertaining. Um, some news today. Some physicists uh, some physicists from um, Harvard University have calculated how much energy and use in the IT business and uh, what the CO2 footprint is on on various things that we do, and um, they found out they calculated that. Doing two searches in Google equals boiling a cup of water for a cup of coffee or something. And um, 
that is a surprise to most people that it actually costs that much energy produce that, that much uh, CO2 to do two searches in Google. Now, of course, Google, they don't like news like this. So they've been out saying, no, that's not the full story. And Google is the most efficient search engine in the world and blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, we, we can't share any information. So you just have to believe us. <laughs> uh, I, we heard that, that kind of argument before, I think. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, they, yeah. they definitely don't like a, a, a news place like that. But it's interesting. They also say that um, now that uh, the entire IT industry is now um, uh, consuming as much energy as all the airlines. Interesting. Then again, you can you can then argue maybe maybe what we do in the entire in IT industry in the world is a little more important than what the airlines are doing these days. But <laughs> Well, that's just me. Yeah, and I, I think stats like that always surprise me. But my, nine times out of ten, yeah, there's usually a, like a really good answer for it. And I, I never believe statisticians anyway. You, you can always twist them to be whichever way you want. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's like, a very difficult calculation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, def- yeah, for sure it is. Yeah, uh, it's like. Put one kettle there and do two search results. If if everybody in the world stopped searching Google for say an hour, yeah, and in that hour I did two search results, would it be a more than one coffee's worth or? No, but you know, the, 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 I think the calculation is interesting. Whether or not the number is is the, the correct one, I I don't know. That's probably debatable. But I think the the type of calculation, making of all more aware of of where we consume uh, energy, and especially in the IT sector, where I think most of us don't even think of computer programs as energy consumption. But the fact is that mo- I think most computer programs that includes uh, uh, um, all Google's mechanisms have primarily been optimized for speed, efficiency, and and, and user experience, and not for uh, power consumption. One of the things that they highlighted in the article that was talking about this is uh, the fact that that Google is using uh, multiple clusters of servers and redundant systems to be able to serve uh, all requests as fast as possible. But that uh, duality in systems uh, or redundant in, in, in systems, that costs energy. It costs extra energy to, to provide that. Uh, so the system is more expensive in energy use than it had to be if it wasn't because of the speed issue. So, I mean, I think it's, it's interesting to, to discuss these um, matters and, and, and find out how much we're, we're wasting in the wrong places because I don't think any programmers these days are thinking about how much energy do my program use. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and some programs apparently, I, I don't understand all the calculations because some of them seem like, outrageous to me like there was another number in that article uh, apparently coming from Nicholas Carr uh, that um, an avatar on Second Life actually consume keeping an avatar alive in Second Life consume more than 1700 kilowatt hours a year That's, that is the same amount of energy that an average Brazilian use <laughs> just to kind of put it in perspective <laughs> So, so yeah, well, I don't even. I don't. I don't. It's like, how do we get onto Brazilian so early into the new show? 
You know what I mean? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that cost of the cost of heating up the wax and everything? Or is that like shaving Brazilian? You know, you've got to, when you talk about Brazilians, you really have to kind of like define, yeah, <laughs> what kind of Brazilian you're talking about, dude. You just can't just say, yeah, and it's like and, and av- an, an, an avatar on, you know what I mean, in Second Life is the same as like getting a Brazilian, what, once a week, once a month, once a year? I don't know. It's like, I was, yeah, I was talking about the population living in Brazil. So. Oh, there's something <laughs> different than the Brazilian that I... When I type in Brazilian into Google, I don't see people <laughs> live. Yeah. See, Google's not that good. It's not. It's like... Google is not... As like, you know what I mean? It's like, especially when I thought... I'll do a quick search, Brazilian. Let's have a look at the image searches. And it's not... It's not people from Brazil, mate. It really, unless they all look like that. And it, that's a good <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't you think it's time for a break now and <laughs> I need something to clear my throat. <laughs> okay. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com, how does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Rainmaker. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. I don't know if Mickle died in the interval or not. Mickle, is still there, buddy? Yes. 
So what do you want to talk about, mate? Yeah, well, I, I, I think we should talk about something you put in your in your blog today uh, because it's very important and it's a problem that we still see a lot and we shouldn't really see. It's about affiliate IDs and how to manage your affiliate IDs if you run an affiliate program, which can be good. But um, Dave, you brought up a good example of, of a, a website today in um, – was it today? I think so. In, um, yeah, in your no, blog. It, it was literally before I left to come in- – back home to do tonight's show and it's like this is the time of the year yeah if you're in the the travel industry you know exactly what i mean yeah it's a bit like retail outlet december you take you make enough money to pretty much try to cover you for the rest of the year travel industry it starts now so you get it wrong now it's a make or break situation so every year, I, I've got a, a place out in Spain that we take the kids. We always go to centre parks, and they want to go camping. And I was like, if I want to go camping, I want, I want to go somewhere where I want to go for camping. I don't want to go to the lakes where it's cold and wet and miserable. I thought, France. I can drive to France, get some wine, did a quick search on Google, and then nearly peed my son laughing. Yeah, And the reason why is, is that Oh, most probably four, maybe five months ago, I was pitching for the SEO contract for Eurocamp. And they told me in the while I was there that they've, they're going to develop their own in-house affiliate program, yeah? And I give them loads of advice. And like, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I've worked with companies before that their own in-house programs. Basically, what you do is you issue out the links that you want them to link you to with the right anchor text. You 301 them um, on the landing page. So when they land on there, you take a, a hidden affiliate link and you pass it through all the site for tracking. And then you basically put them on a landing page so that the 301 one link count as a real link this is going to be so awesome we're going to dominate the world and then today i searched for it and they don't feel one the affiliate links they're making them stick now you may think well what does that i mean what difference does that make it means that every search you do in google for a camping holiday in the dojoin or the camping holiday in most of the places where they do camping holidays you get an affiliate ID. That means that they have to pay commission out on every natural and organic search, even on things like Euro camp camping holidays or camping holidays, um, anything to do with their brand and a place. They have to pay commission. Now, this is like to me. It's like this is goes back to the old days when I used to play in the affiliate industry. I used to all I ever used to do was find URLs that, and I told them this story: find URLs that the affiliate ID sticks, yeah, and then just throw hundreds of links at them because what it does is you don't even have to have a website. Google will see all these links pointing at your affiliate at that affiliate ID, make that the most important page, dedupe everything else, yeah, because as we all remember, Google knows how to handle dynamic URLs. Well, this is a dynamic URL. There's a hundred pages out there, all with different affiliate IDs on there, and Google's going to pick which one's correct for its users, and whether that URL is the one with the affiliate ID on it or without the affiliate ID, that's Google's choice. And in this case, they picked ID 68, and whoever ID 68 is, sir, I salute you, (laughs) and hope you're enjoying the riches that Google is bringing to you. (laughs) 
And and the thing is that that a, a clever affiliate, a good affiliate, could easily, in most cases, grab those results because for specific uh, um, uh, deep pages, it, it doesn't take that much link building to be that affiliate ID that gets it, <laughs> uh, so no. to speak. You just need to get a little more links than all the other affiliates for that uh, ID, and then you should p- theoretically get it. Um, <coughs> And in any case, if you have multiple affiliates all fighting for it, one thing is sure, you're not going to get it yourself. <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's like, it's it's crazy. It's just, that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? It's like, and everyone, you know what I mean? I, I can't, I've not seen this for years. You know what I mean? And it's one of those ones where you look at it and you go, bloody hell. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, how, you know what I mean? I do actually see it quite a, uh, quite often, uh, and it is stupid because first off, I mean, let's start from the top. I mean, affiliate marketing is great, or at least it can be uh, great, um, and and running an affiliate program on your own site uh, on a system where people link directly to you instead of through uh, some network address uh, or a, 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 an affiliate network is great because you can then start using it for building links on your site as well. Yeah. Um, but if you then mess it up the way that Eurocamp have done in this case and others in other cases, then it, you just defeat the whole purpose. I mean, at least half the purpose of, of, of doing it that way. Uh, and you really mess up your own organic uh, optimization. <laughs> yeah. <as well. laughs> because it's not I just, know. yeah, it's, you know, I mean, that's it. It's like, it's, it's, Never leave your website, yeah. Um, you, you know what I mean. Never make your website open. You know what I mean. It's it, it's it actually, like it, actually, um, it, it reminds me of uh, of a thing that I've been starting to implement on some on some sites because it's always been a nightmare to me that that um, I mean on a on a on a website I always want one of the things that I spend a lot of time with um, dealing with clients is making sure that their websites only have one URL to one unique piece of content, uh, basically. And, and and on large websites, there's always tons of ways that you can get a different kind of access to content. And in fact, most often they're using different links for the same pieces of content uh, around the site. It could be breadcrumb issues, it can be sort order issues, and all these issues that we discussed before. Um, and, and it's so difficult to go through each of the issues and make a rule for that issue and then the next issue and make a rule for that issue and so on. So what I've I'm, I'm, I'm been starting to doing, and, and it's not always that easy to actually get implemented, uh, but is to go the other way around and instead have a piece of code that loads in the beginning of every single page request on your server. And, and that piece of code, check your database and check what is the uh, uh, official URL for this page. What is the URL that it should be loaded for? You put that into one variable, and then you check what is the URL that this page is actually called on. And if those two do not match up, you issue a 301 to the to the first one. Uh, so in that case, you make a catch-all that that uh, that can take any kind of problem and deal with it, whether it's an affiliate ID. Or it could even be somebody who's just making uh, the piss of you and 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 um, and assigning fake parameters to your URLs and linking to them to get these ones indexed uh, uh, just to to mess up with your SEO. Um, if you issue a, um, a catch-all solution like the one I described, then then you get rid of all that in just one move. Um, so yeah. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, uh, I mean the other thing about it is it's like uh, obviously. 
I, I kind of feel bad in a way for Eurocamp, um, and I just want to make you know it's like okay, I didn't get the gig, yeah, but this is, you know what I mean. It's like to me, it's like this is not like an SEO's job, yeah. So I'm not going to blame the SEO that's taken over. You know, I mean, this is a more of a webmaster issue. You know, what I mean, and I will be firing an email off to their guys in the morning saying, "Hey, dude, you want to, you know, you want to get this sorted?" Because it's like, and I found, and I think I found it at the right time. You know, what I mean, if they can fix it, and we all know how to fix these issues. You know, what I mean, and we can fix them quite quickly. And I'm sure that ID sixty eight is not going to be overly happy. Um, you know, what I mean, it's like. <laughs> No, but he had yeah. he he had a day or two, and and he probably made made good money in that time. He well, like I said, I mean, he, I mean, mo- I, d- I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long it's been like that. It it, it looks like there's 120 pages index so far, so it looks like it's only just starting to kick in. Um, maybe, so maybe we'll if, if if you are if if you are listening out there, ID sixty six, um, you're welcome 68. to call <laughs> sixty eight. You're welcome to call in Strikepoint next week, and and we can have a chat about how you did it. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is as well, he mightn't even know that it's happened. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to be one of the bad guys for this to happen. You know what I mean? It's like a, a natural linking policy. You know what I mean? If you had um, a, a massive travel site and on every page you themed your content to the, the area and then deep linked with the right affiliate links like a good affiliate should do, you know what I mean? Because then you basically, you're keeping your clients that you're sending to the, yeah. the merchant close as possible. So it could be a genuine and total honest mistake. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think anyone set out to do this maliciously um it's not like it's no, the no, casino industry no. or the viagra industry where we all know how we play in that game um no, I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be uh, evil doing and, and and in fact it's it's most likely that uh, id68 is probably some big travel portal of some kind that have an affiliate agreement with them uh, yeah. because it's probably some affiliate with some some weight behind it <laughs> um yeah so yeah, it's probably not even evil, but but it doesn't really no, matter. It's still, it still it's still hurting them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think it'll be costing them a, a good chunk. Uh, you know what I mean? At the moment, due, just simply due to the fact that it's you know what I mean everything. Like I say, as soon as I searched, I saw it, and I wouldn't think for one second. Yeah. I was on the affiliate website, you know what I mean? I'm I'm on their site, you know what I mean? Google has sent me to the affiliate page. Um, and they just need to fix I mean, they can fix that, you know what I mean? It's like, they should be easily fixed. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it, it was. And by the way, thank you for all my new followers on, on Twitter. It, it, the promotion did help. I think I've got like <laughs> six or seven new ones coming in, so... It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the whole people, everyone that listens to the radio show, you see. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, thank you for, <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> anyway, there was another uh, interesting uh, topic that you brought up in your blog. Um, you always bring up a lot of good topics there. Yeah? So um, about um, working together, working closer together with um, with companies that, that may be um, more likely like you Instead of the usual way of working yeah. together, finding, finding uh, people that are not like you that can can complement, um, and and a, it's it's an inter- interesting idea. I've been through it as you know a couple of times with um, close partnerships, and I definitely learned my lesson. Um, but but let's um, hear what you had to say first. 
Okay, um, primarily, I'm not looking at partnerships and mergers. Okay, I, I need to I need to get that off my chest. Primarily, yeah. Um, secondly, the, what it was was that uh, it started. It, this happened a few times last week. Um, started Monday with a, a company that I'm I'm a consultant for, and they they were very much on the lines. Look, we've got a good synergy here. It's like we do this, we do you know what I mean all these different things, and you do this. If we build Project A and you teach us how to do Project A, everything should be absolutely awesome. I'm like, yeah, there is a synergy there. Um, and then Adam from Fresh Egg basically rang me up and said. I'd love to come and meet you and see if there's any way that we can work together or we can, like, do a, a knowledge dump or sh- anything. And I'm like, okay, it's like you, you do everything that we do. You know what I mean? They do programming. Um, we do programming. They do design. We do design. They do e-commerce. We do e-commerce. They do SEO. We do SEO. I'm like, there is no synergy here. And it's like, no, there is. There totally is. Yeah, it's like we have a company that does everything that you do. Yeah, if there's anything that you need, you know, what I mean, if there's any help you need, or if there's a new look at something, or just an, uh, uh, just uh, there's a report that I've done. Can you give it a once over, make sure I've not missed anything? And if we can do the same, and we're in Brighton, you're in Yorkshire. You know what I mean? If we need someone to go out to Leeds, or you need someone to go out to London. We can send people out. We can do these little swaps. Um, and I'm like, okay, this kind of sounds interesting. Um, so there's lots of different things that uh, we we were banding around. And then we started drinking a bit, as you do. And, and it was like, so one of the things we thought, well, our staff, yeah, we've got the same kind of like SEO staff inventory. Um, it's like we've got another guy starting in February. They've just employed like James Poole and another guy. Um, so it was like, well, what about if we have the situation where they've got like lead SEOs? Everyone knows uh, um, Amon's their lead SEO of Black Knight fame um, on the uh, forums. And everyone knows Bronco, the. You know what I mean? I'm their lead SEO. So if you look at, like, there's three lead SEOs, then we've got a team of SEO engineers. If the SEO engineers were all allowed to chit-chat among themselves, the lead SEOs could be in there overlooking it. But if you've got that trust environment where it's not webmaster world and it's not digital point, it's just two companies sharing information. Um, Yes, I use this content writer. They're really, really good in this industry, but not so good in this industry. Oh, well, we work in this industry with these content writers or with this viral company. Stay away from these people. We've been burnt by those. That information, if you trust the companies, yeah, I think really works well. And it's, I mean, it's like I say, this is not the first time I've had this conversation. It's just that I think the the other people I've spoken to, and no disrespect to them, I mean, I'm, I'll name them. You know, like Patrick at Blogstorm and Branded Three, and Will and Tom over at Distilled. We've kind of mentioned it, but we've always been drunk, and we've never kind of looked at how the, the synergy would work and put anything down in paper um, and at the moment Adam's a driving force behind this you know what I mean so but I, 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 think- I, I definitely think you're onto something uh, it, it's it's a very interesting thought and, I, and as you know uh, I, I have been there in the past um, trying out some of these things and I think there's some, some uh, extremely important lessons to be learned from it uh, it's not that easy, but it's definitely um, an, yeah. an interesting area to explore. But maybe we should uh, have a quick break and um, let our sponsors just 
do that stuff and um, then we can finish off after this break so um please welcome the sponsors we'll be back in a second sit tight and don't move strike point we'll be back after this short break only on webmasterradio.fm Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one set, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back uh, to the final part of the show, I believe. I could be wrong. I don't know how long it's going to run for. Um, so we spoke briefly about the synergy of how two companies can work together. So, Mikkel, here's my thing. Could 10 companies do that? Yes, and I tried. And as I said, it's not that easy. And I, I think that in in... In the attempt I made, it, it goes back to I think '97 or something that um, I was working with on on this uh, idea together with um, one of my good friends. And in fact, uh, if you guys out there listening do not know him, you maybe you should dig into the history books. Um, Keith Patterson, uh, I still consider him one of the uh, the, the best SEOs ever, and still is um, one of the very old school guys in this business. Um, we built this idea together called the Red Zone Global. Um, in fact, it was a company that that um, 
that uh, Key started in, in the U.S., and um, he developed some interesting technologies uh, back then, and we decided to to build a, a global empire <laughs> based on some some simple ideas of how to um, to help companies uh, promote themselves in search. So, um, so basically, what we did is that we built it as a as a form of a partnership. Um, and we ended up with 11 uh, partners uh, having we had country, uh, offices in, in, in Japan and the Middle East and South Africa and Europe and the US and basically almost all around the globe. Um, it was it was a very interesting uh, uh, concept and idea and project and, and it was a very interesting team, a lot of good people. But also some of the things that, that, that we learned from it is that um, it's, it's difficult – to have a lot of people involved that are used to behaviors entrepreneurs and 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 managers because i mean we ended up having like weekly meetings uh, skype meetings um with uh, 11 executives uh, that were used to run their own companies and were not ready to give up uh, you know any any kind of decisions to other people it was like uh, uh, and and it doesn't you cannot run a company like that. That was that was at least my conclusion uh, by the end. It, you do need management. You do do need someone that can make decisions for you know all the things that you need to make decisions about in in, in everyday running. The other thing we learned, uh, I think, that also makes it difficult is uh, two other things is is cultures. I mean, if you especially if you want to do it globally, culture is very different, and and unless you have someone centrally uh, uh, maybe the ceo of the company or someone very central in the company that really truly understand the differences between the cultures working together as a team then it does become very very uh, difficult and then the last thing is the markets um what i found is that what what the the kind of product and the kind of technology or service we we defi- decided to promote was too much designed for a specific time uh, in space. I mean, uh, it, and, and it's, it, it worked out pretty well in 98, 99, 2000, but then things started to change. Uh, things changed in one uh, speed and one direction in the US and it, speed, and it changed in a different speed and direction in Europe versus Asia. So suddenly the, the things that we had a consensus about how to work didn't work out uh, quite the way that that it was supposed to, and and so so the product, you know, was too difficult to maintain on on a global scale, um, and and the management failed. Uh, I would say that that's uh, probably the main issues, and then there were some cultural issues about how we we we, we organized ourselves and, and and the company. So it, it's not easy. But but uh, I mean we, we learned a lot from that and, and I'm doing similar things again but but uh, not 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 quite the same way I'm keeping a lot more control of the things that I'm doing now um, and I'm making sure that there's a, there's a distinct uh, um, management structure uh, I think that's very important mm. yeah I mean I totally agree you know what I mean it's like the, the, it's definitely um, those are challenges that. I'm, like I say, at the moment, the way that I see it is that we're in everyone's individual companies, and they're, they're pulling for their own companies. It's more of a, a knowledge-based dump that I'm looking at. Yeah. One thing I should uh, just uh, um, remember to say is that uh, uh, Keith Pedersen is still, I believe, is still um, using the brand name uh, Retro 
Malcolm Global in the U.S., which is he actually used before we started this project again, and I think he's still using it. You know, the original network is not working out uh, together the same way it was. So, so there's nothing related to to the to the current operation of of um, Regional Global Prime and Keith in the U.S. Just to get that clear. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's interesting thoughts, and 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 I definitely think I agree with you that that uh, companies that that actually do the same thing can have a lot of um, uh, um, lot of power in working together, and especially these days where I, I do still think we're going to see some um, some buyouts and and some mergers and 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 some consolidation of of, of our our entire uh, market. Um, and and that could just as well come from a couple of good companies uh, like you and 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 that other company we're talking about that go together um, rather than some of us getting getting uh, bought out by by bigger agencies that basically don't yeah. understand. I think actually we could build better well, companies that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I. I mean, we've turned down offers before in the past um, where clients have tried to buy us out, which I don't think is uh, proactive. I think if some if a client bought me out for silly amounts of money, I'm 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 going to buy a yacht and that's it. I'm gone, and the client's going to get really really annoyed with me. Um, and I'd be like, <laughs> well, ha, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, I still have to put bread on the table and shoes on the kids. You know what I mean? I, I I'm going to be like totally like focused at making sure that everyone's bloody well happy um but i think that you know i mean it's the there's a there's a whole different kind of market movement at the moment and i think the and and, and i don't know why um uh, you I've, I've got a lot of vc friends um and we have some very similar friends don't we michael and, mm. and we and, and <laughs> The, they're in the VC realms as well, um, and it's like there seems to be this. At the, at the moment, moment, it's it's at the moment it's more V than C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on and a lot less C. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. Um, and but I look at it and it's like there's there's there seems to be a big movement where what people are looking for is it's what what okay let me spin this a different way what is easy to build yeah is as a, an seo and an owner of the company yeah it's easy for me to go out there and find good programmers and good designers and bolt onto my seo company a kick-ass design and e-commerce company and i can sit each day and train my programmers and my designers yeah how to build sites for search engines, yeah. So when they get released, they are absolutely kick-ass, yeah. What I think is really, really, really hard is the design agencies that are buying in SEOs, yeah, to offer the same service, yeah. And that's where Fresh Egg is. They are a SEO-based company that have got design and programmers. That's where you know I mean things like Blogstar. I always say Blogstar branded three. Sorry, Patrick, if you're listening, mate. Um, it's just that Patrick's blog is Blogstar, and he he is a, a shareholder in branded three. They are the same. You know what I mean? They've got lead SEOs, yeah, that are names within the industry, and then below them they've got the design elements and the programming elements. And I think that that works really, really well. Um, and I think that there's certain VCs out there that have seen this niche and went, look, if we can, and I mean, I've been approached already this year again, 
You know what I mean? And it's only January, for God's sake. Um, and I've been approached already by, look, we, we're interested in this, this, this kind of sized company, yeah? And they've stopped referring this to as agencies now, yeah? We are a company in our own right, which is a hurrah. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, and they see that the things that it's like it's not that we can offer good SEO advice. We can offer them good programming advice, and we can offer them good CSS advice, and we can offer them split testing advice, and we can do all this internally and quickly. Um, I, I work with a lot of agencies, um, and I work with a lot of clients that have got in-house teams, and I. I just can't understand how sometimes you tell somebody to do the simplest things and three months later, they're still trying to get it signed off. You know what I mean? If, some, if, I've, if I've asked someone to do something in my company and it's not done in three hours, yeah, there's, there's all hell to pay. You know what I mean? There's none of this like, well, let's have three meetings about what the, the management team of this change is going to be structured around and how they're going to interface with the other five departments. And it's like, guys, I just want a hypertext link put in on the homepage to, to this page, please. Or I just want the title tag changed so the brand goes at the front of the query or at the end of the query. And it's like, the, these things shouldn't be major, major issues. But for so many companies, I find them a major problem. So... They move so slowly, you know what I mean? The, the search engines move so bloody quickly a lot of the time that if you're not that fluid and you're not that liquid, um, but how you would you how would you go how would you go about? Um, you asked a question yourself. Um, how would you go about um, creating a partnership or or, or or merger or what kind of relationship you, you wanted between, like you said, ten companies? Because um, one thing I know is I would not do it the way that we did it uh, with the Retro Global Network. I would, I would probably do it in a different way. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Just between me and you and the and the listeners, yeah. So th- this is the way that I would do it. Um, if I was gonna really, really push for this, yeah, and I wanted it to, to be a situation where it was a profit, sh- you know what I mean, where I earned money out of the, what I put into it. At this moment in time, uh, that's not what I'm looking for. At this moment in time, I'm looking for the situation where I've tested something, my company's tested something, we've all seen the same set of results, I want an, a second opinion on that. And I want a second opinion with people I trust that aren't going to go and blab it, yeah. I don't care if they use it, I just don't want them blabbing about it. So I will pick so for 10 companies, I think it's easy for me to pick 10 companies that I can trust. Yeah, I know I, mean, I could trust you as an example. So I just yeah. say, here you go, Michael. You want to join this? This is what we're about. These are the companies in here. You got any problems with the companies in here? Let me know now because I trust you. And if there's a company in there that I shouldn't trust, then tell me. If it's, a, if it's a personal problem because you just don't like one of the directors or something like that, then, okay, we're business people. Get over it, yeah, and let's start the knowledge of what yeah. we're doing and what we're testing. Um, if it was because he'd stabbed you in the back, then that's something totally different, yeah, um, and then I've got a trust issue because I trust you and maybe this other person was brought in by a different partner within that group. So that, that's just of there's some, there's some sorting out. I mean, of course, there's, there's I mean, it, it, the more people you add to that network, the more of people, of course, could potentially have issues with each other. So, of course, if sure. you want to have a totally trusted network, it, it becomes more and more difficult as you grow. But then again, I mean, 
it's not really that many people, at least for my uh, for, if, for my sake, yeah. it's not that many people in the business that I really do have a, a big problem with. There, there, there's, there's people I trust more and people I trust less, but um, I think it's it's definitely doable. Yeah. I think I think my big issue would be yeah, say that um, I don't know. The, and I'm just using hypothetical companies. So I've got um, Manchester 123 SEO and I've got Leeds 123 SEO, which are an hour's drive from where I, I, I work. Yeah, They're trying to get more staff into their SEO department Yeah, and they tap up my staff because we're all chummy chummy in this one network. That would upset me a little bit. Yeah, um, it's not supposed to be there to recruit other members of staff from other companies. But then again, from a positive point of view, if one of my members of staff weren't happy and wanted to move to Manchester, then that is almost a perfect vehicle for that to happen as well. You know what I mean? So I can see the pros and cons of staff moving around within that network. It, it, but it does worry me. Um, if I was going to do it from a business point of view. I would bring in a venture capital to venture capitalist. Um, he would have an umbrella company, and then from that umbrella company, we would all pay a certain amount of money. He would have to run the sales department, the and the ethics side of it, and the um, the workflow, so to speak. This this is the product that we sell: the A, B, C, D, and E. Yeah, this is the it, bit like McDonald's. We franchise it. That's the way that I would go. Yeah, so yeah. The, you work under this brand. You've bought into the brand. You're buying into this is the way that I work. These are the reports that get produced. This is how we do the A, B, C, D, and E. You're still your own company. You still got your own sales team. All you're getting is uh, my support. Yeah? yeah, so I could see that way of working as well. Um, I yeah, couldn't the, the, see the. Yeah. And that that's actually the, the the conclusion that we also came with uh, in in the in the Redstone Global Network that that one of the potential ways we could have done it was uh, through a more franchise like uh, model yeah. where where you maintain control you define the the concept and 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 it's a concept that you already tried and it works and that's what what other people can then dig into and and the support and the knowledge that you 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 supply with it. Um, that way you can you can you, you don't end up with eleven executives <laughs> that needs to have meetings and agree on everything every week. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, which was another thing, but I know large global companies have that problem anyway. It, it, just having have you ever been in a situation where you had to schedule weekly meetings and you have people in Europe, the Middle East, Japan and the US and trying to find a good time every week? Yeah. <laughs> and then like Four times a year, and it's not two times, it's four times a year when the time zone changes because they don't change the same time around the world. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then everything gets messed up, and just managing that <laughs> was a bloody nightmare. Yeah. See, I, I see, like, uh, I mean, that's it. When you try and have a meeting in, in that respect where you're trying to get all the stakeholders together. But I have a, a similar kind of problem. Um, I mean, I don't know what you call it in, in Denmark or in the U.S. In the U.K., we call it follow the sun. Yeah. So basically, the, it means that wherever the sun is, yeah, the somebody in that time zone can pick up a telephone and talk, you can talk yeah. to somebody obviously i'm based in the uk you know what i mean okay it's now you don't get any sun. 
<laughs> now, yeah, it's nine o'clock at night, and and I've got to follow the sun for all my clients. But if I had a trusted partner, so say that I was in, um, I had a, a, one of the people within my network in Australia, as an example. Yeah, so I could basically say to that guy, look, if you've got any clients in the UK that need to have telephone conversations with a respected name within the industry, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah, um, I've got a guy in Australia. Yeah, I'll give you the full details of basically full disclosure because I trust you. Yeah, um, the work that we're doing, the updates, and all the rest of it. If he needs to speak to somebody, yeah, urgently, yeah, can you handle that? Now, that's kind of like a free service. Yeah, um, big worries on that, of course, is the would they steal the client away from you? Well, they could always do that anyway. You know what I mean? It's like you, you're only as good as how well you're performing. Um, so that kind of thing doesn't really worry me. You know what I mean? We all have attrition rates. You know what I mean? It's like and if you lost two clients to one guy that was in that network, you'd maybe start to feel a little bit, hmm, what's going on here? And maybe you'd have a bit of an open discussion about almost why, why am I failing, yeah, and you're succeeding because my clients are moving to you. What's the process that I'm doing wrong, yeah? Because we're here to share knowledge and share information. If it's the fact that they want more reports and I give less reports or they, I give them too many reports, they just want less reports and a more concise way of working, then maybe my company isn't best suited for their needs or maybe it's my methodology isn't the best way to yeah. you know I mean isn't the best way i might be the best seo in the world if i can't project that to the marketing manager so he can project it to the marketing director to project it to the ceo to, but you know what i mean uh, where are you in the food chain? I work really well when I work with the business owners. Yeah, I work yeah. badly when I work as a part of a, a secondary agency that needs to produce reports, <laughs> so that someone, so someone can put all these reports together yeah, yeah. and make that and make them look good as they go to the client. I'm like, you know, what I mean, it's like I'm about delivering results. Uh, I think most people that have worked with me in the past understand that. Some people don't. And and, and as long as I, I get better at making, you know what I mean, it's like make myself clearer on that. Um, but no, it's, uh, yeah. it's good stuff. Oh, we're so <laughs> professionals. January 2009, baby. This is the way the show's going to be for the rest of the year. Just like it was <laughs> last year. The year before that, the year before that. How many years have we been going now? Three, four, five? I think we actually did three three years now at least. I, I, I think yeah. we must have reached more than 100 shows, something like that. Um, we're going fourth year now, the studio say. So yeah. it, it, we're getting so old that we can't even remember it anymore. It's pathetic. But, <laughs> but when, we get our, when we get our fifth year, do we get like watches and stuff like that? It says that we've I think, been doing I think this- we... I think we get a gold watch or something. <laughs> I, with with diamonds. Yeah, yeah I think I, that's what, Yeah. Something definitely. I think something really cheesy stuff from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miami that's where we have the this the Webmaster Radio Studio and um so we're probably gonna get a Hawaii t shirt and, and <laughs> <laughs> and a fake gold watch. <laughs> yeah. Something not so cool about. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so, um, 
There was one last thing I wanted to just bring up. We only have a few minutes left of this show, but it was just one one interesting thought that um, another interesting thought that um, the good um, Ralph brought up, Phantom Master. Um, he was talking about um, SEO uh, surfbot nets in in a post that he did. He doesn't do that many posts, um, but you should really follow them uh, out there if you're not listening to Phantom Master. You should. He's an interesting guy, but he brought up this uh, um, this idea um, based on the discussion on whether or not uh, the search engines uh, will use um, bounce rates as uh, as a factor uh, at some point, uh, and whether or not it 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 can be useful, and if they will, how can we manipulate it? <laughs> so basically, he was making up this post on 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 how to you know some ideas about how to create. What he then defined as SBN or surf, SEO surfbot nets, um, networks, uh, uh, net botnets uh, used specifically to to mimic um, low bounce rates on your side, of course, and high bounce rate on, on competing sites. And then, of course, it raised a lot of discussions uh, last week on um, whether that would be possible at all to do, and and if it was worth doing it, and whether or not the engines would would take these things into account. Um, there's no doubt that they uh, they do have a lot of that data, especially Google with the Google tool, toolbar and, and, and the spread it has. Um, and and I'm pretty sure they they they, they it it appears that they 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 are at least looking into this. But whether or not it's gonna gonna stick, I'm more in doubt about. And I don't know how much you follow that in. Yeah, it's like it's a toughie, isn't it? Um... I don't know. How do I? I don't even want to go down that route. I really, you know, what I mean, I really don't want to go down that route. It, you know, what I mean, it's like you look at all the different um, metrics that you could easily manipulate. Yeah, user data is the easiest. Yeah, I mean, the discussion uh, after the, the 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 post was made by by Phantom Master by some people um, was that oh, but that's you know, it's it's too difficult to mimic real users uh, to a level where it could uh, potentially uh, confuse the engines and, and, and manipulate them. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not uh, uh, difficult to make it at a degree where it would actually make a difference if these factors got into some, some, some to be a major factor in some way. Um, I mean, of course, if you like anything you do in, in, in that nature, if you overdo it, it would be easily for like if you if you if you click if you have a click spam uh, system, if you totally overdo it, I mean, it would probably be easy to detect. But as some some uh, tests have been 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 taking on in, in the past years, uh, it's it you can go under the radar if you if you if you don't hit things too hard, if you just push it a little bit in your direction or you hurt yeah. other people a little bit it it, it may actually be, be um, totally doable oh I um, think it's totally doable totally doable um, you know what I mean it's like the, the more that you look at how you know what I mean I so see this this year um, it's like it's this is a cyber terrorist year it's you know what I mean unquestionably I think I think we're going to see a lot more where where companies are, um, are trying to manipulate uh, anything around them. I mean, we we I was just I just saw a notice the other day that 
that apparently the Chinese government have people employed to try and influence uh, uh, issues that that concerns them. Um, and 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 in the last two three international conferences that I've been to, I've been I've been talking about uh, reputation management. We had it up in this show as well. Uh, I mean, I see more and more companies and governments and organizations that are doing whatever it takes uh, to manipulate uh, anything around them for their own benefits. And and, and I think the most important uh, thing to learn from that is that we all have to. Um, be a lot more critic about the information we get. <laughs> I mean, too yeah, many I'm, people. And I, I mean, I see this in the news all the time. You know, they 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 quote search results from Google or they quote uh, Wikipedia or they quote these searches uh, uh, sources as being a definite uh, truth, and <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> so anyway, we're running out of time. The studio is grabbing onto us, and because uh, PPC Rockstars is coming up next, so um, I think we better be running out. And um, I hope you enjoyed the shows. And um, see you all next week, hopefully live again. Hi. Uh, yep. See you all later, guys. Tati. Bye.